If you're pregnant and considering abortion, I have important news. I'm attorney Mosley Collins. Perhaps you know my phone number, 444-4444. In the past, I've spoken about personal injury accidents, but today I want to help you if you are pregnant and considering abortion. I know that's a scary spot to be in. So we've created a new organization called SaveYourBaby.org. If you call us, we have resources, medical care, housing, and more to help you save your baby. And it's all free. Many people now believe abortion is a bad choice. Even the woman who brought the original lawsuit legalizing abortion now believes she made a terrible mistake. I don't want you to make a terrible mistake. So I hope you call me at 444-4444. We will help you without charge. But in the end... It's up to you, because only you can save your baby. Hi, I'm Lisa Collins, and welcome to today's teaching of Real Christianity with your teacher, Mosley Collins. Each week, we try to bring you a study of God's Word that will encourage and equip you to live a life that God can bless, to live a life of real Christianity. And now, I am proud to present your brother in Christ and my husband, Mosley Collins. Thank you, darling, and welcome to today's program of Real Christianity. And uh, I am happy today. I've got Murray Lewis in the studio with me, who's the director of Love Them Both, which is a ministry that helps... um, young women who are pregnant and have no place to go. Good morning, Murray. Good morning, Mosley. How are Good you to be here. Thank you. Thank you. How are you doing today? Just super. Good. You know, um, I feel called of God to speak against uh, abortion. And I know you feel the same way, Murray. Correct. Yeah. And we've, we've had other programs where we've talked about it, but I just think it's so important. I would tell you, I started praying some time ago. Uh, my prayer was this. Uh, Father, make what's important to you important to me, and make what's most important to you most important to me. And Mary, after I began praying that, the abortion, uh, terrible, terrible thing that is, just was so on my heart to fight against. You understand that? I very well, because uh, my awakening came... Uh, when I saw the uh, Francis Schaeffer video, uh, first uh, documentary on uh, the abortion issue, and God put it on my heart from that moment on that I could not ignore it ever again. Yeah, once God shows you that abortion is the killing of innocent children that he created, once once, once you see what it is, that God, you know, Jeremiah 1.5 says, the, God says in Jeremiah 1, 5, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. So here the Bible teaches that God knows all these unborn babies and has a purpose for them. He created them. And so their life is precious, precious, precious to us. And you had a, even in your own life, you had, um, you have a personal, a personal story of what happened to you. That's true, and uh, it came on me uh, in a very surprising way uh, when my wife announced that uh, she was pregnant and she was getting an abortion. There was no questioning. Uh, it was just a statement of fact, and uh, it was carried out. And how, I, how long ago was that, Murray? 
that was uh, just before Roe versus Wade, which was uh, about 38 years ago. So your wife of that time came home and said, I'm pregnant and I'm going to have an abortion. Correct. That's exactly what she said. And what was your response? I didn't respond. And uh, it did hit me in the solar plexus, so to speak. Uh, but I did not respond negatively or positively. Right. And then years later? Years later, approximately seven or eight, uh, the marriage fell apart uh, for the reason that she, uh, a major reason was the abortion that she had, and it uh, came into um, uh, a an affair that she had. Yeah. So, do you know whether that was a boy or a girl that was a, had a, had the abortion? I'll say no, but you get very strong feelings about what it which it was, which one it was, and I always felt it was a boy. Yeah. And years years later, here you are, and you're fighting to help people keep their babies. Yes, and that's a, the, the leading that the Lord gives you when you've been through something that can help others uh, make, from make, and keeping them from making the same mistake. Yeah. You know, we have talked um, many times to the women who, obviously the women are the ones get, who get pregnant, but the men have abortions too. You know, and that's what happened to you. You had an abortion, Murray. That's right. That's right. Uh, and it's funny in our mind that we should separate ourselves as men, uh, but uh, until the baby is seen, so to speak, birthed, in other words, uh, there there's less identification to the man than there is the woman. Right. But if that baby is carrying the man's, you know, that's half half the man's DNA is in that baby. That That's his baby. That's going to be his offspring. That's going to be his little boy. That's going to be his little girl. Just as much so as the woman. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a number of places in the Bible where uh, God talks about the fatherless child. And when I was reading that the other day, God showed me, you know, that is the status of these unborn babies where the man says, I don't want this child. I don't want this pregnancy. That makes that a fatherless child. I'm leaving. I got a new girlfriend. I'm going to another city, another person. And that makes them a fatherless child. And I'm just going to read you from Psalms 94. It's talking about the wicked. It says, The wicked utter speech and speak insolent things. All the workers of iniquity boast themselves. They break in pieces your people, O Lord, and afflict your heritage. And let me stop here. Obviously, a man who allows his unborn boy or his unborn girl to be killed by the abortion doctor is afflicting and destroying his own heritage. A very important point. If men can grasp that, I think they'll have a different view. Yeah. It go, the Bible goes on in verse 6. They slay the widow and the stranger. They murder the fatherless. Yet they say, the Lord does not see nor does the God of Jacob understand. So here the Bible is condemning people who murder the fatherless. And that's what happens if you're the father of an unborn baby and you allow the mom to go down to Planned Parenthood or some other place to the killing fields, you're murdering the fatherless. 
You're not being the father you need to be. Because men are called by God to protect their babies. Are they not, Murray? Absolutely. And I think we can look back 37 years to Roe versus Wade and see the, the results now that is happening from that carnage that occur that has been occurring ever since Roe versus Wade and before. Yeah. So I am calling on the men listening to me right now that you protect your unborn baby girl, your unborn baby boy. That's your job. That's your job as a man. In fact, you wrote a poem, Murray, after you lost your little boy to abortion. And I have it in front of me. Do you mind if I read it? I'd love to. Yeah. It's called The Quiet Little Place. In fact, this is the only poem you've ever written. If I it is. That's true. And here's what it says. I know what dads do. They protect their precious little ones. So zealous for son or daughter. It's my duty, you see. But I didn't see you in your quiet little place. I was thinking too much about myself and my relationship with your mother. But it was my duty, precious little one, to see you there in your safe and quiet little place. And that's how you got killed in the modern day roulette of choice. An act, an act of violence devised by men against God's creation room. They invaded your sanctuary, your quiet little place. You will never run on the playground and squeal with delight, nor fish in the pond and pull mommy's hair and grab daddy's nose. But why? Why? We were thinking of ourselves, not of you, in your quiet little place. Twenty-eight years have slipped by since that terrible time. I can sit and cry and think of what we've missed together. And how I loved, <clears throat> how I loved your brother and sister who were born. And how you would have loved them too if we had only thought of you in your quiet little place. You could have cried with us as they marched down the aisle, out into their chosen future, with yours a short time to follow, with all the hugs and tears to share as joy filled the room. But that was not to be because your father didn't see you there and your earthly future ended in your quiet little place. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me for the decision <clears throat> that was made that was terminal for you and forever grief for me. I love you and God bless you and keep you till I come to you. Now it's up to your greater father to make it all right. He saw you there. He was knitting you together in your soft, warm, and quiet little place. You know, that poem really gets to me because I have <coughs> six children and six grandchildren. So, uh, I, <coughs> and I love them so dearly that it's just heartbreaking to imagine them dying by abortion. So, <coughs> 
Anyway, thank you for writing that poem, Murray. And uh, is it something that's still a grief to you? It is, although I take an <clears throat> eternal view uh, that uh, we will be reunited uh, in in heaven. And right. So I feel better about it. We have a uh, a song we'd like to play for you. You know, the um, the thing that men feel when they hear that their wife or girlfriend's pregnant is that oh my gosh that's got a problem that's there goes my life if I let this pregnancy go to a, a baby I'll have to support this baby I was planning on doing something else I had other plans my goodness this is terrible what am I? and they begin to pressure for the abortion and uh, what they don't realize is that this little baby will be their life someday. Someday their joy, someday they're, they'll be so proud of this little boy, this little girl, if they will just allow God's plan to unfold and the baby to be born. So we have a song for you that we're going to play for you right now. It's a Kenny Chesney song. My everything I 
me clothes and 15 pairs of shoes on his American Express. He checked the old slam the hood said you're good to go. She hugged them both and headed off to the West Coast. And he cried, there goes my life There goes my future, my everything I love you, baby, goodbye Wow, that's an amazing song. And, uh, you know, I've lived that song, Mary. I've had uh, a couple daughters grow up and move away. And thank God I've got some of my children with me still. And uh, I love it when my children stay home, and at least in the city, so I can see them. And I have my little uh, granddaughter, Jolie, who's so precious. And uh, she's nearby. So... Uh, you know, men, we are called on by God in Psalms 82.3 to defend the poor and the fatherless. Defend the poor and the fatherless. This is the exact description of a young girl who's pregnant. She has no money. She's got no uh, place to go. She's pregnant with your baby. And God calls on you to defend the poor and the fatherless. To help her have that baby, not kill that baby. And, uh, you know, I hope all the men are listening right now and are thinking, yeah, that's the decision I'm going to make. If I ever faced with this, I suspect there are probably men listening right now who are facing this decision right now, Mary. You know? <clears throat> it's been my experience that uh, once it's uncovered and they can no longer be in denial, that they really do come to confront it, and they may need help at that point. Yeah. So I know there's <clears throat> probably men who are confronting having they have a wife or a girlfriend who's pregnant, but and I hope that they will do the right thing and defend the poor and the fatherless and make that baby, make that baby successful, a a good birth, and either keep it or give it to a loving home. And I hope all the men listening, whether or not you're facing that, I hope you're, you know, I pray right now, Lord, I pray every man listening to me right now will settle it in his heart that if I'm ever faced with this problem, that I'm going to protect my little baby girl, my little baby boy, and I'm going to stand by the mom. And we're going to have that baby, and we may keep that baby, or we may give that baby to a loving home but we're not going to kill that baby because it's too inconvenient. Now, if you've been, you know, I like to also always say in my messages, if you've been through this, there's forgiveness for you. If you've been a part of an abortion, God will forgive you. It's not the unforgivable sin. I know God will forgive you because when they were crucifying Jesus, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they're doing. And that's how God will view you if you'll come to him and say, Father, forgive me. 
for what I did. Wash me clean and help me be a spokesperson. Help me stand against abortion. Help me help others who are facing this. It's something men must do. We men must stand against this terrible evil. We must protect the fatherless and help in every way we can. In Jesus' name. I hope you enjoyed today's edition of Real Christianity. This program is sponsored by the Personal Injury Law Offices of Attorney Mosley Collins. If you or a loved one have been badly injured, you need wise legal counsel. Attorney Mosley Collins has been helping injured people for over 28 years. He knows how to win your case. You can reach Attorney Mosley Collins and his legal staff by calling our office at 916-444-4444. There is never a charge until he wins your case. So just remember, dial all fours for legal help. Now here's a final word from Mosley. Thank you, Lisa. I don't want to end today's program without asking you, my listener, a very important question. Do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? I'm not asking you if you go to church. I'm not asking you if you call yourself a Christian. I'm asking you, do you have a daily, personal relationship with Jesus? Have you ever prayed to receive Christ as your Savior? If you haven't, or if you're not sure, call me at my office and I will take the time to pray with you and I will send you a free Bible. If you have any doubt concerning this, I hope you will call me and we will pray together for you to receive Christ and the gift of eternal life. Thank you for listening. From all of us here at Real Christianity, we pray that God will bless you and keep you and that you will live in the love of Jesus. If you're pregnant and considering abortion, I have important news. I'm attorney Mosley Collins. Perhaps you know my phone number, 444-4444. In the past, I've spoken about personal injury accidents, but today I want to help you if you are pregnant and considering abortion. I know that's a scary spot to be in. So we've created a new organization called SaveYourBaby.org. If you call us, we have resources, medical care, housing, and more to help you save your baby. And it's all free. Many people now believe abortion is a bad choice. Even the woman who brought the original lawsuit legalizing abortion now believes she made a terrible mistake. I don't want you to make a terrible mistake. So I hope you call me at 444-4444. We will help you without charge. But in the end... It's up to you because only you can save your baby. My dear listeners, I want to send you each week encouraging phone messages or emails selected by me personally from the Word of God, and it's all free. All you have to do is call us 
at 916-444-4444 or go to our website, myrealchristianity.com and enroll a phone number or email address. And I will begin sending you each week short messages drawn from the Word of God to strengthen you and to remind you how much God loves and cares for you. These short messages are designed to build your faith. For as the Bible says, faith comes by hearing, hearing the Word of God. So I hope you will call us at all fours or go to our website and enroll a phone number or email address so you can begin receiving these free gifts from God's Word.